uh, right off the bat, I want to get into, tell me about yourself. Did you grow up in Hood River? Or? So I was born in White Salmon, so across the river. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay. I was born, born there in 1990 and lived there for most of my life. I, I mm-hmm. moved to Mexico and I was in Vegas for a bit when I was younger. Oh, wow. But been there most of my life. I uh, lived in Seattle for four years, went to school up there. It's a Seattle University. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I've been pretty much here. Oh, in cool. The gorge. How many years did you spend in Vegas? Oh, I was super young. Uh, really? I think we were maybe maybe not even a year, maybe a couple mm-hmm. months. We were just kind of transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents and I were trying. To, they were trying to figure out where they wanted to to right. be. So right. um, I, I don't remember being in Vegas. I was, I right. was that young. So it, at what point did you come here to Hood River? Like about what age were you? I mean, I was I was born here. So my parents, I think my dad came when he was early 20s. Mm-hmm. My mom came soon after and mm-hmm. they, they might have been here like in the late 80s. And then okay. I was born. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And you went off to Seattle University? Yeah, said? I went off to Seattle University after. Okay. I graduated from, from here, from White Sam. Okay. And okay. studied there for four years, played soccer. Okay. Too. All right. So did you play all four years then? or? Uh, no. So I, I went to school there for like an, on an academic scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the year, they'll have open tryouts for the whole school. Mm-hmm. The soccer team does. Gotcha. Um, so I tried out and made it. So my sophomore year, that's when I started playing. And I only played for like two years. And then the last year, I was kind of over it. So. Really? Yeah. Did you play in front of crowds and everything? Yeah, we were division. Oh, really? One. Yeah. Okay. We played, we played the Timbers before they became... Yeah. He won. Oh, really? Yeah. But he became oh, cool. professional. And then we played Seattle Sounders. We played yeah. the Whitecaps up in Canada. Yeah. When you first started getting into fitness, have you always been into fitness? or? Uh, I mean, I've always been into the physical mm-hmm. aspect of fit, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I've always been, it's been com- not competitive, but always like the fitness. So yeah. um, soccer, you know, forced me to be fit. Yeah. But after yeah. I, I finished soccer, then that's when I kind of really got into yeah. So weight training and what I do now, which is functional yeah. bodybuilding. Okay. What I like to call it. How, how many years have you been into that? Uh, like I've been serious about it for six years. I started oh, when really? I was 24. Yeah. All right. What, what exactly is functional fitness training? So I do a mix of like bodybuilding and mm-hmm. then crossfit mm-hmm. um so you know there'll be my days where i just do straight up uh bodybuilding isolation work and then mm-hmm. i'll mix it up and combine mm-hmm. what i do for bodybuilding put mm-hmm. it all together and do like a a full body workout right that requires right. me to put everything together so i'm not just um working on like the aesthetics of yeah of bodybuilding but i'm also like trying to put all the body to work together and mm-hmm. so i can if i wanted to tomorrow be able mm-hmm. to go summit mount hood or go right. run or go play a 90 yeah. yeah. match. Yeah. So, you know, I like to be functional. I don't right. just do it for looks or for show. Right. So right. That's my, my thing behind it. That's awesome. Yeah. I think our average listener, just to let everybody know, see Cheno on Instagram. He's, he's always got these like really cool workouts going. Yeah. I definitely see you doing a lot for the community too. I see you doing outdoor workouts and everything. How has everything been going like during this whole virus and shutdown and everything have you been getting pretty good participation out there yeah yeah i feel like you know now in the gyms you have to wear mm-hmm. a, a face mask at least in at least in, in a driver i feel like a lot of people don't want to be in the gym because of that mm-hmm. and then i also know um there's a, a pretty good size 
community that can't afford to mm-hmm. go to a gym or can't afford right. personal trainers right. or classes right. and they're new to fitness so they don't know where to start so right. I, I decided that I wanted to provide free outdoor classes to mm-hmm. to you know anyone right. whether you're a beginner or intermediate or mm-hmm. advanced and um, just be able to provide for the community a, mm-hmm. uh, you know a place where they can work out so uh, question for you let's say somebody who hasn't worked out in years here in Hood River like what would you suggest and they wanted to start down that path of, of fitness what would you suggest that they do around here like what would be the first thing that you do if you if you hadn't like where would you start as far as like in, in the gym or in, just in general yeah what would be your first step in general yeah like, uh, I know it's probably going to be along the lines of, of diet but actually I mean the diet would be a big part of it mm-hmm. but what I would recommend to somebody who maybe just starting mm-hmm. um, I would just tell them to, to move just to mm-hmm. like either go Mm-hmm. If they're not used to walking, go on a walk. If they're not, you know, if they go walking, but they're not used to running, go on a run mm-hmm. and just get them used to doing something active. Get and, their heart going. Yeah. Something okay. physical and uh, okay. get them used to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And get them used to pushing kind of like their limits a little bit. Right. Um, Cause yeah, if you go from like going from the couch to trying to go to the gym and learn how to squat, like you might get, mm-hmm. like, it might be intimidating at right. first and you might just lose motivation really quick. So if you right. start slow and build up from there, so that, tell people right. that are so like, what what would you what would you say would be the first uh, strength exercise that a person like if they're just getting off the couch like what would you recommend as their first like would it be push-ups squats or uh, like, the first thing that i coach somebody who is mm-hmm. new to fitness is mm-hmm. um the first thing i try to teach them is squats because that's mm-hmm. it just puts everything together and if you can move well during the squat and know how to mm-hmm. how to move properly embrace and uh just know how to perform the squat good then mm-hmm. everything else will kind of fall into place so my mm-hmm. first thing is like showing people how to squat mm-hmm. um and then from there you can start branching out to other right areas. but right. everything kind of like squatting is the basis of everything because mm-hmm. it forces you to engage your, your everything brains, your basically core. yeah i gotta add that now i i probably know as much about squats as you do but there's a reason i don't generally do squats in the gym and it's because I'm afraid I'm going to blow out my knee or, or have some sort of, of accident like due to squats. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that isn't that one of the most dangerous exercises in the gym or no, or, or no, am I wrong? It, it can be if you don't do it properly. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will get injured, but it's because they, they are not performing the squat properly. And if you're, there's certain cues that if you don't follow them, you could mm-hmm. injure your knees, you could injure your back. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, if everything's in tune and uh, mm-hmm. everything's working properly and you're moving well, then it's one of the safest mm-hmm. moves you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the most powerful movements too. Okay. So, and you do personal training too as well? Yeah. Okay. And is that, that's based out of uh, the gym there? Or is that your own? Uh, yeah, I do it based out of, out of the power station. Power station? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love the power station. I can't wait until this, we can all start taking off our masks and everything. I, and I really do need to get back there too. So I want to move on to, I see where the IBLV. So how did that start? Like, what are you looking to accomplish with, with your clothing brand? Uh, so IBLV stands for, I believe, and how that came about is growing up, I always lacked this like mm-hmm. self-belief. So, you know, I, like I mentioned before, I played mm-hmm. college soccer, D1, so it was pretty, you know, intense, but yeah. I wasn't successful. I was mostly bench and it wasn't because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't, right. I was up 
at the same level as the other guys, but I just, right. you know, game time, I, I, I crumbled in. Really? Yeah. So it was just, but it was just that lack of self-belief. I wasn't confident in myself. When it came down to game time, your nerves got the best of you then. Yeah. Like I, like right. I, in practice, I would, you know, I'd, I'd do great. I'd keep up with everyone. Right. But then as soon as game time came, then all yeah. these like things started popping into right. my head. Like, oh, like right. these guys went to this school and this club and they played against these players. How, right. like, how do you think you're going to keep up with them? And that kind yeah. of just... I know exactly what that feels like because yeah. when I used to play high school basketball, like I, I, I think I was okay. I think I was decent, but when it comes time to play in front of a crowd, you know, you feel that adrenaline. It kind of throws you off your game a little bit. It does, and it's it's incredibly difficult to overcome. Yeah, and so. it wasn't necessarily the crowd. It was just it was me that was like, yeah, that was telling myself was telling me, yeah. you know, like you're not good enough to be up right. with these people. Like, what are you doing? And, and I would always let that that part right. of me win. So you know, after I graduated, I came back home, worked, you know, driver at a mm-hmm. you know couple different jobs and mm-hmm. I remember the day after my 24th birthday like I blacked out that night and mm-hmm. woke up and I was hungover and I was like damn like I need to something mm-hmm. needs to happen I need to change something because I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not doing well yeah so then the one thing that I that I know or that I you know that I'm decent at mm-hmm. and that I felt like I can control was my body and my, my fitness so that's mm-hmm. the one thing I decided to focus on and mm-hmm. and I noticed that I started you know changing my body and with mm-hmm. with that my mind started to change too and really? I started to see that people were inspired by the changes that I was going through and they were mm-hmm. starting to they're trying to get into fitness mm-hmm. and or proving their area of whatever they were pursuing mm-hmm. so then I was like oh so, you know people are starting to watch yeah so um, I was like well I want to create something that that isn't that they don't they don't follow me i want them to like mm-hmm. like i want them to i want them to embrace an idea not like mm-hmm. not right not look up to me but embrace an idea and i was like well i believe that's something that i mm-hmm. constantly working on trying to like, yeah you're it's, always your own worst enemy yeah and, and yeah what are you wanting to accomplish I guess, long-term goal for, for the community of Hood River. What's the, is there any long range plan or? Uh, I mean, ideally I'd like to one day own a gym. Yeah. And be, I'd be an IBLB center, I believe mm-hmm. center. And then I also want to keep building these free outdoor workouts, mm-hmm. um, keep them free for people who don't mm-hmm. have the resources to, to go mm-hmm. to a class. And, right. Um, so I want to be this, able to build this, that. This is actually one of the best places in the entire country for outdoor. Yeah. Outdoor stuff. So you're definitely in the right place to, to take advantage of that. Let me ask you a question. So for, let's say, for example, if somebody's going to come out for a couple days coming from Portland, I want to get into your, your shopping list. Like how, what, I mean, what do you, do you count your calories and do you count your macros and all that stuff? Do you like count grams of protein? And and, and if you do, like, how do you, uh, what's your shopping list look like? Yeah. So I used to like have, I used to my fitness pal to, to count mm-hmm. my macros, but right now I'm not doing it. Right. I do have an idea of what I eat and I try to make sure that every meal that I eat has certain macros. And I look at, um, at the labels and see how many, mac- you know, how many carbs I'm eating, how much fat I'm eating, how many, how much protein I'm eating. Um, so I do 
um, track it in that sense that I'm always like mm-hmm. looking before I make my meal, like, all right, I'm going to have this much protein, this much, mm-hmm. this many carbs and this much fat mm-hmm. with this meal. So, um, I track it in that sense, but I don't, I'm not like super specific really with it. I don't have like an app and track every calorie. Okay. But gen- generally speaking, you do track the calories. Yeah. Everything. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay. But, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, I, I eat a lot of the same foods every day mm-hmm. just cause it's, I know what it has. So yeah, for somebody who doesn't mind eating the same food then mm-hmm. what I do is pretty simple, but there's a lot of people that can't do that cause they would like to change mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. And what does breakfast look like? Breakfast is usually, I'll do like three uh, fried eggs mm-hmm. and with this, uh, this avocado oil, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'll do three turkey, three slices of turkey bacon there alone mm-hmm. fat, spinach, whole grain toast. Okay. And uh, that's about it. And nice. sometimes a kombucha or water. Right. Um, that's my coffee. Uh, yeah, do, yeah. We've got a lot of coffee ships shops here in, yeah. in, in Head River. So uh, coffee is a definite for me. So what about, um, now do you shop for the weekend or like do you, do you do your shopping every day? Like do you, do you meal prep? I guess uh, I meal prep in the sense like for that day, I don't do it for the week. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. um, yeah, like I'll just go yeah to the store and I'll maybe I'll buy like, like two or three days worth of food and then, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then go back to the store and buy some more stuff. So, okay. but it's, I'm not very strict. A lot of people think I'm very strict with my diet and it's no, mm-hmm. not too strict, but I do watch what macros I'm eating. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really do pastas cause that's too, too, too much, many carbs. Yeah. And I just okay. like, I just don't like the way I feel afterwards. So, yeah. So no, another question I have for you. So with there's here in Hood River, there's a lot of, um, Latino food, like Mexican restaurants and everything. One of the things that I've kind of somewhat struggle with when I go to a Mexican restaurant is, is, uh, there's so many carbs. Now, now just out of curiosity, what, what do you, what's your order look like when you go to a Mexican restaurant? Do you tell them to withhold some of the, some of the, uh, the carbs or, and if so, like, how do you do that? What's your ordering look like? Uh, yeah. So usually, so there's two things I like order the play without changing anything. If I know that like, I'm going to work out pretty intensely, like afterwards, or if I had a good workout before and like I burned a lot of calories and I okay. can't afford to, to eat that yeah. many carbs. But if I had like a very light day at the yeah. gym or had a rest day, yeah, I'll usually order the uh, pollo asado, mm-hmm. um, grilled oh. chicken, okay, um, which is long, long fat. Mm-hmm. Should be at least, uh, depending on how they cook it. And then I'll ask like for veggies instead of like the beans or something. Nice. And I'll keep the rice as carbs, a little bit of carbs. What's your go-to restaurants here locally? Uh, Puerto de Angeles. That's a really good Where's that? Uh, it's up at the Heights, right across the shed. Across on the shed. Yeah. It's right next to Bank of America. Is that what it is? Up at the Heights. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, it's kind of hidden, but it's, it's very, very and good. What's your go-to food in there? Uh, pollo asado. Pollo asado? Yeah. And that's, uh, that's grilled chicken. So you can have to forgive me. I, I, I don't, um, yeah. So, okay. So grilled chicken. Yeah. Okay. All right. Grilled chicken and rice. Grilled chicken and rice. Yeah. Just, okay. And they do it pretty good. They're pretty authentic, yeah. And then Lake Taco also has some pretty I want to definitely food. stop in there. Maybe even tonight. Yeah. They like, got some really good stuff. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, what What are some other um, go-to places for you around here then? Uh, I like to go to Wicked. Wicked has some really good burgers. They do. Yeah. And then they also have sushi, but I haven't tried their sushi. Um, I love their sushi. Have you? Uh, yeah. Sushi? yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm really big into sushi. Like I love, I, I love all the sushi places around here. I, I used to go to them all like on a regular basis but a little bit of a side note uh hood river now has a uh like a ramen 
Or is, oh, it, is it Raymond or Ramen? Like, yeah, the ramen I can never. Place up is, at the, yeah, there's a, there's a new ramen place in, and right. I gotta say that it's like I had one. I forgot what dish it was, but but it was it was amazing. I loved it. I, I heard. Uh, yeah. So is it open during the week or? I don't know exactly what their hours are. Gosh, I gotta. I'm, I'm gonna have to look at their website again, but. Um, but all of their dishes pretty much are, it, they, it looks like I've, I've heard nothing but good things about them. So, so if you haven't tried them out, you should definitely yeah, I'm try them out. Give them a shot. And and next time we sit down, you're going to have to tell me what, what dish that I can stay healthy on ramen noodles on. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking to, to do with your brand? Like you eventually, I know you, you want to like, just kind of start going beyond Hood River eventually. Um, are you going to expand to other products or anything or? I mean, yeah, I want to eventually, you know, do different apparel, not just shirts, but like right. leggings and shorts and backpacks. But my main yeah. goal with it, obviously, is to, you know, make a business out of it. Because yeah. that's, yeah. you know, in order for you to be able to express the message to its full extent, yeah. you need to yeah. be able to you know, create a business behind it. But goal is to um, create a brand that that inspires, you know, people to mm-hmm. become the, the, the person they are meant to be, whether mm-hmm. in whatever field they, they are in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I want to do that by going around the country, going around mm-hmm. the world, you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing workout classes, but they're yeah. not just like strictly workout classes. I want mm-hmm. it to be like an experience where you, mm-hmm. you can come no matter if you're a beginner mm-hmm. right. or an advanced person in fitness, like you'll get not just a fitness experience, but you also get like a, more of an emotional and mm-hmm. hopefully spiritual experience. So that's, yeah. that's my yeah. goal. And Changing people's lives. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to, to, to uh, the best currency is inspiration. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they can, I see, I, I do see a lot of people around town wearing the, the IBLV and, and I got to compliment you on your, just that's a that's an incredibly hard thing to do to to get not even just a clothing line but but here locally in hood river just the like just the amount of people that i see where where your brand it's um i have to say i'm impressed i'm impressed with what you've done with it so far i imagine it's taken well of course i'm i'm an entrepreneur as well and i know how much hard work you have to put into just being in control of everything, the product, the the website and, and the whole entire pipeline of, of stuff is definitely a challenge. And to top it off, you somehow find time to, to go to the gym for what I imagine, what, two, three hours a day? Is <laughs> no. it four? Yeah, I wish. No, it's, it's only on a good day. It'll be like two hours. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you not go over two hours then? Uh, no, usually I'll do like one hour. If I'm like doing mm-hmm. like an intense day, I'll do like two, two and a half. Mm-hmm. But usually it's like an hour and a half. Okay. So now how's it how's that mixed up between cardio and strength training? Uh is it fifty fifty or uh, I mean I'll do like strength training most of my days and then like mm-hmm. three out of those days, like after the workout, I'll do like a crossfit workout, which is my cardio. Okay. Where I'm just like getting my heart rate up it, yeah. it'll include like running or rowing mm-hmm. or biking um and then i play soccer too and then mm-hmm. mountain bike so that's also i consider yeah. that my my cardio a little bit mountain biking yeah i what just got you, into it too really yeah how do you like it it's awesome really? it's fun yeah I, I really want to get into it it looks fun it's super fun yeah and i've um to me the big downside is this uh, kind of the price 
Yeah. The price of the mountain bikes. What, um, do you have your own bike? Yeah. I actually, an old boss bought it for me. So I got kind of really? lucky in that sense. Yeah. Do you spend. want me to ask you what type of bike is it's, like, do you, is, it, uh, is it a pretty pricey bike or is it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's when he bought it, I mean, I wouldn't be able to afford it when yeah. he bought it for me. It was, I think it's the brand is specialized. I don't know anything about bikes around biking. I'm yeah. new to this. So, yeah. Um, and I think when he got it, it was, I think it's like 2100 or something like that. Really? Yeah. So was, your boss got it for you? Yeah. I'm going to work with you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an old boss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, out of, out of nowhere, he got it for me. So does he have any more bikes you want to give away? <laughs> I don't know. He might. Like, <laughs> No, that's what. So, where do you go? Uh, Post Canyon. Do you? Yeah. Is is there? I live here in Hood River, and I and I haven't been mountain biking yet. And I think that's my mortal sin here. I think I'm going to get so much heat from people for for not having been on a mountain bike trail. But uh, is there is there a lot of people that go over there? Ah, uh, yeah, especially yeah. on the weekend. So okay. it's it's a little intimidating. Now I'm intimidated by it because I'm I'm new, really? so I'm, I'm like that newbie that yeah, like I don't want to step on anybody's toes, do something that I'm not supposed to be doing. So oh, really, I try to go like on on days that I feel like there's not going to be too many people, or on hours that that right. are a little slower. Right. Yeah. There's definitely some good trails around here. I was in one of the bike shops. I think last week and, and they were showing me all the trails and stuff and like I was really amazed like I really want to get into mountain biking not because I want to start limiting my gym time I still want to get to the gym but sometimes because I've I was recently before the whole shutdown happened I was like trying to get I was trying to shed some weight in getting into elliptical biking and treadmill but sometimes that one of my issues with it was it was starting to get kind of monotonous going inside and just pedaling away. And, uh, and, and during this whole shutdown, I was like, I've really been considering trying to open up myself to, to mountain biking to get in a lot more cardio. Yeah. But on top of that, it looks really fun. And if theoretically, if things ever get bad enough, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you still have a mountain bike to get around, you know? So who, who knows? Maybe, I don't know if we're going to go into another, you know, maybe some other super virus comes out and then we don't have gasoline. Yeah. We'll still have our mountain bikes. Yeah, there's, no, also, there's also the gravel bikes where you can like take them, yeah, um, yeah. off road. Not like nothing yeah. crazy like mountain biking, but you can also take them off road or yeah. like, on the road. So I heard that that's actually becoming pretty big gravel biking. Yeah, and the reason I know that is because I was uh, I went into I think it's a dirty finger. Yeah, bicycle shop, and and he was telling me that yeah, gravel biking is like a big thing, and I put a section for gravel bike on my on my website. I don't have anything up on it yet, like on the on the gravel biking section, but but I want to start kind of populating that a little bit more. Yeah. So so what? How long have you been in Hood River again? You said uh, since uh, since the end of college. Yeah. Okay. How many years is that? Twenty twelve. Since twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay. And did you finish your degree? Yeah. What what's what's your degree in? Business management and a minor in entrepreneurship and innovation. Oh nice. Yeah. So this this the your clothing line fits in just perfectly with what you studied in college then basically. What the minor, yeah. Then, not necessarily do you, do you think it prepared do you think it prepared you for like the real entrepreneurship? Uh kind of sort of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it was a really good school. Uh, I yeah. mean, what, what I'm doing or what I'm learning now 
like uh, doing hands-on stuff like yeah it's completely different yeah, isn't it's it? completely different and yeah it's not just like it's not just the business aspect of it but there's also like the mindset behind it you have to kind of have, have like a ruthless mentality and like because you're gonna go through some stuff and yeah. You yeah. get beat down and people are going to laugh at you. And so you have to be, have that mentality of like, Hey, I'm going to get through it. I think, I think one of the biggest things that I've come to realize when trying to get your own business up and running is, is um, like, you've got to learn to accept that you may fall flat on your face and, and people are going to look down on that. And you have to become sort of like fearless against like this, this thought of, of just looking, looking stupid. Right. Just, yeah. and, and you got to just constantly fight that every step of the way. And that's the big thing. I think that, that, they, that they're not going to teach you in business school. It is kind of scary in some, in some respects of starting your own business. And cause you're putting a lot of stuff like to the side. And so you, you start thinking like, I could be doing this other stuff, but no, I'm taking a big risk by trying to get this business up and running. I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. But that, that's uh, the biggest thing that I, I don't think that they really kind of prepare you for. It's, it's come two completely different things. Yeah. It's hard so, to like to, to teach them a mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like, yeah, like you said, you have to like, once you, if you want to start a business, you kind of have to, you, you have to be obsessive over it and you have to yeah. sacrifice other things. So now for right. throughout my um, career, I guess, uh, starting, I believe, like I've sacrificed mm-hmm. relationships, I've sacrificed mm-hmm. trips, I've sacrificed mm-hmm. partying times and, mm-hmm. and experiences, but it's, it was because I, I had a, a goal and that this, you know, these things interfered with, mm-hmm. with this goal. Right. Um, so it's kind of have to have a pretty, like, I like to say ruthless kind of warrior mentality. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, like I'm, that's my goal. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get to it. Whatever else gets in the way of it, it's mm-hmm. an obstacle. It's an enemy. I have to get through it and mm-hmm. to, in order for me to achieve what I need to achieve. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's right, right way to see it, but, um, no, yeah, you just have to keep, yeah. Just once you get over an obstacle, you get into another obstacle and you just got to keep climbing that mountain. Adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Adapt and overcome. Yeah. So, um, so no, that's uh, that's definitely that's definitely what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I know I, I know that for sure. Um, uh, how long have you been at the uh, power station? Then how long have you been working there? I say four years. Four years. Yeah. So so imagine you have some pretty crazy stories. Uh, not too crazy actually. Nothing, huh? Really? Yeah. No, nothing too crazy. Um, I saw a guy dropped a barbell on his chest one time. No, you really? Yeah, but that was he was he was was, fine. He, was he okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. I think he might have broken a, like broke a rib, but he was fine. Um, but you know, I haven't really. I gotta admit, Jim Jim fails videos is is one of my like I don't know why I find those videos sometimes they're they're very addictive to watch. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like when you like late at night when you should be going to bed. You know, I mean, you know, on the side thing, the, the suggested videos, yeah. you know, like, I don't, and I, I think YouTube has some sort of algorithm. Like they know that what you want to watch, what I want to watch. 
they're they're just so they're painful to watch. You know, guys dropping barbells on their chests. Um, do you understand at all the the mentality of? Um, I, I don't know any powerlifters myself, and I see powerlifters, and and I see I watch videos of of people trying to like push these, these, uh, this enormous amount of weight, and it, it's just crushing even to me to watch to see it slip or like you know a joint comes out of place and yeah. then like the barbell comes down and and like do you, so being in the in the gym so much do you, do you understand that mentality like, like of just wanting to push as much much weight as you can possibly do just to see what happens or yeah i mean i i can have, i've been there where i i want to see if i've improved or not but there's mm-hmm. um for the most part at least here like i can't speak for other gyms but at least here i feel like people when they're pushing heavy weight they're they're doing it because like they've progress to that weight so they can yeah um they, they want to test their their limits right but i do i have seen one or two who are just kind of just want to do it for show and right they don't really care about the form they just want to get the weight up and and that's when i'm like that's, that's, yeah that's yeah. your ego doing the lifting that's when things can go wrong yeah um, pushing. I'm all, yeah i'm all for i'm all for pushing your limits like pushing yeah um boundaries and, and testing where you're at mm-hmm. and how uh, how strong you're physically and mentally are mm-hmm. um, but also like doing it in a very smart way mm-hmm. like preparing you know yeah yeah there's some people that just let the ego take over and that's when oh yeah things yeah. Go, go crazy yeah i used to work at the ymca up in yakima okay and I, I know that working working at a gym, like I was there for about, I think I was there for about three or four years. You just see some of the craziest things go on. Like, like as it, I don't know what the gyms are like in a river, but my experience working at a gym is just like every month there's like some just insane, crazy thing happening. Like you just get all sorts of like characters, especially at the YMCA open Yakima. Yeah, that's a bigger, uh, not, a bigger not, place, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it granted it's and it's in the middle of Yakima too. So, but I will say that I that's that was probably one of my favorite jobs. Really, I was uh, I used to be in this is like I think ninety nine two thousand. I was like what they call locker attendant. So all I did was just basically just hand out basketballs oh, and sweet. yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great job. I got to like just interact with so many different, so many different people. Well, um, I think just about wrap it up. I think, I think we've been for, going on for about like, I think over 20 minutes, I think. But, um, I also want to, before we end, I, I really want to thank Andrew's Pizza for everything that they've done for us and allowed us to, to host us here. And just they've been absolutely amazing working with. So is there anything else you want to add before we we close the close the first uh, podcast? Anything? Did, did I miss anything? Do you want to? Uh, I think we're... I think we're good. I can't really think of anything. Uh, okay. Follow me, channel yeah. underscore Barajas, um, Instagram, and I'm, I'm on Facebook. Uh, and I post workouts. And if I'm doing any outdoor workouts or any events, I'll post it on there. And also follow, I believe, IBLV Movement. Um, and also check out the website, IBLV-Movement.com. And you can find some apparel there. Um, right now, because of the whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. orders are are taking a little bit longer um yep and if you use iblv athlete at the checkout uh you know, that's a discount code and you'll get 15 percent off your purchase so um yeah so that's all i got okay all right and 
I want to, again, close by uh, thanking both Andrew's piece. And I want to thank Cheno for coming out here and being a part of the first episode of Discover Hood River. And for anybody who's listening, probably around the world, uh, I have some people that are uh, looking forward to, to hearing me. Uh, friends in just East Coast, West Coast, the United Kingdom. Please forgive any any small sort of uh, things that I may have missed in, in making this podcast great. Hopefully it will. This is the first episode and, and I hope that going forward, it, things will uh, just get better and better. And, and of course I want to thank Cheno and uh, yeah, definitely check out his clothing line, the IBLV hit him up on Instagram, like you said. And I hope that you guys will all join me again for another episode, hopefully soon of discover hood river, definitely check out hood river, Oregon. And this is definitely an amazing place to check out, especially if you want to get into fitness, uh, if you want like a healthy lifestyle and Cheno is definitely someone to know once you get here to, to get your, all of your pointers and tips for when you get out here and want to live your healthy lifestyle. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Jenna.